0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive, Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BeckQL.
1: Welcome back. Beck your all daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday here. We're going to chat with our friend Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sportsbook coming up in just a few minutes on college football here for the weekend with the conference championship games. We'll get to an off the board in a little bit. And, of course, week 13 in the NFL, some teaser options, games we like. Already, some There's some quarterback injury uh, issues this week. Daniel Jones will touch on the Giants and the line movement there. He's out. I think it ruined a teaser leg. That looked like a perfect teaser. Giants up to nine. You can't tease Mike Lennon now.
0: Oh, perfect. Giants wow. and perfect in the same oh, sentence.
1: The, are the Dolphins <laughs> blowing anybody out by nine points with that, that team?
0: Jalen Waddell, let's go. They're looking good.
1: 150 to one. I know, rookie of the year. Yeah. I'm, I hear you.
0: I have, now, ba- I have a tough time. I have a tough time back in the Giants after an upset victory, and y- yeah,
1: sure, yeah. But uh, if, if Jones was playing, it was nine, nine and a but half. But nine, but nine,
0: yeah. yeah. I yeah, I, not, I totally hear where you're coming from there.
1: Yeah, now Mike Lennon's going to play quarterback there. We're going to find out later on today if uh, if Jalen Hurts is practicing or not for the Eagles. Otherwise, we we might get Minshew mania in Philadelphia coming up on Sunday. So we will get to all that with the NFL right now. Though we're going to go out to the Roman guest line joining us. Are from Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sportsbook to talk about the college football playoff rankings and, of course, the games this weekend. Pam, welcome back to the show. Before we get to the games this weekend and your thoughts, um, what did you think about the rankings last night? How the committee went with Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati, and then right outside those top four, Oklahoma State and Notre Dame with Brian Kelly leaving there at six. What would you make of it?
2: I only looked at one thing, and it was where Alabama was going to be ranked. If
1: they had placed them, if the committee had placed Alabama
2: at number two, I would have been so angry because that tells me that even if they lose to Georgia, they would still be considered for the playoff. But putting them at three made me feel that's exactly where I needed them to be to tell me that if they lost to Georgia, no, they are not making the playoff. And Oklahoma State potentially, um, any of the Big 12 teams would potentially get in over them. Maybe even Cincinnati. I'm fine with that at this point. I just didn't want to see Alabama Placed at number two, nearly winning against Auburn. Ugh, just ugly. So I'm happy with the rankings where they're at. I'm excited for conference week.
0: Well, yeah, it, and it's not just that Auburn game but the the four overtimes. It was all these other one score, even the victories they had. I believe four of them. And all of those teams were 500 or below 500 in SEC play. Pam, it, it feels like it's just one of those things where – maybe Notre Dame rules apply, they're different for Alabama. And we were talking about that. Yeah. Even if Alabama loses on Saturday, let's say they cover the spread and they lose by one score. Is there any way the committee says, well, it's Saban. <laughs> well, it's two, of all the two lost teams, Alabama's the best. Let's run it back. Let's see Georgia-Bama in that 1-4.
2: I mean it's the committee there's the thousand people in the committee who's who are we to guess what a thousand different people are going to decide on very I'm under the assumption that of these thousand people probably 99% of them don't analyze games like you and I do so they're looking at box scores oh it's Nick Saban's team very well they can still end up in the playoff and it's gonna that just it's just a big kick in the butt to every single team out there who says it doesn't matter if you're undefeated it doesn't matter how well of a season you're having, you're never going to be considered because Alabama reigns supreme, and that's just not fair. And I don't know how I'm going to react to that.
0: (laughs) Notre Dame's out, right? Like It felt like that was a statement that was made last night.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I don't entirely... (sighs) It's a tough situation for Notre Dame because you're not in a, you're not in a conference until they do, you're always going to be overlooked. It's no different than a group of five right now with Cincinnati and these teams that are having great supreme seasons, but hey, you guess what? You're not in the SEC. You're not in the big 12. You're not even in the Pac-12 and that would probably have more weight over that than having an independent school. So Notre Dame needs to get into the conference ASAP and then potentially then we can start talking. <laughs>
0: All right. Oklahoma State, um, they're knocking on the door for the college football playoffs. Some people think, you know, they're not good enough for the playoffs. Some even on the show called Mike Gundy, a clown at one point.
1: (laughs) What do you think about Oklahoma State?
2: I think Oklahoma State starting started to be the exact team that I thought was hoping they would be after Micah Gundy. Got rid of his his jet his little locks. <laughs> once, <laughs> better hair? Once, <laughs> once he got rid of that mullet, things just started turning around for this team. And I absolutely believe that if they do control this game against Baylor and they win, not just and cover the spread and hold them, my more important to me is maybe not covering the spread, but hold Baylor to like below twenty-ish points. Then they absolutely should be in this. How is how is Oklahoma State? not any different than Cincinnati right now. They're a defensive team and they are a really great defense that should be getting the respect. We've already seen these two, these two teams play. Oklahoma State won that matchup 24 to 14. They had three turnovers. They had three turnovers in that game and they still held Baylor to 14 points. And why? Because it's that defense. They are Oklahoma State has one of the best top 10 defenses and I know that Baylor is a great defense as well. But where matters is in the red zone. Uh, Cowboys, they're third in opponent points per play, behind only Georgia and Wisconsin. How many teams can say that? They're the third best. They're second in opponent third down conversions allowed. That is major, and they are first in opponent red zone scoring attempts, third in opponent red zone scores. So have the turnovers. It is the defense in the red zone that kept Baylor from putting up points in that matchup. I see this being no different this time around. I like Oklahoma State, and I like the under.
1: Cowboys no more mullet Mike Gundy might find his way of the playoffs Pam the big one on Saturday the SEC championship game Georgia and Alabama do you think the line movement off of last week is an overreaction to the way Alabama played they barely squeaked by the iron bowl took a couple overtimes they didn't look good it's now up to six and a half look ahead on this was four and a half or so, I mean, this has jumped from last week to where it is now is this appropriate should, should these two teams be separated by six and a half points here uh what's your thoughts on this one
2: I'm honestly surprised it's not more than six and a half. The fact that it is six and a half has me a little bit worried. I can see this game being 24-13 Georgia, 31-13 Georgia, and I know that Alabama, you have Bryce Young, Heisman contender. Okay, well, what I saw is that you played a banged-up Auburn team, you struggled against a 6-6 team. You didn't have a, who didn't have a starting quarterback, had a hobbled backup quarterback, was sacked 7 times in that game and needed quadruple overtime in order to squeak out a 24 to 22 win. Is he great? Bryce Young he could be I just don't see it right now and it's because of that offensive line and now you want to go up against this Georgia the front seven that's going to be the key difference in this matchup I absolutely what you notice about a lot of college football teams is that they have one star player on that pass rush well Georgia they don't have one star player they have seven defensive linemen who can all absolutely attack Bryce Young from all angles not going to let him get through so I can see a couple of interceptions Maybe he's going to have a couple of touchdowns. I don't see it. I like Georgia in this game. More importantly, I would be looking to the Alabama under uh, team total under uh, right now. It's at 23 and a half and it is yeah. juiced at minus 145, but I think it's definitely warranted. I would Georgia has allowed no more than 17 points this season. Bryce Young would need to have the game of his life and the offensive line would have to show up all of a sudden when they haven't shown up all season 33 sacks. Mm-mm, I don't see it happening. I like Georgia.
0: If you want to bet Georgia and I'm with you, you do it now, right? Because this is gonna get to seven. I, I guess some people will be tempted by, oh, it's Nick Saban and he's getting seven points and he's been favored the last ninety two games. You have all that stuff going on and maybe some people will bite at that number of seven thinking they're getting the sharp side, but I I I'm with you. Even at seven I'm not I'm not too concerned. Well,
2: My one worry is that we're talking about the offensive line for Alabama and Georgia. They have a great offensive line, but you are still having Stenson Bennett, and you haven't really played a pass rush like Alabama. But that was the difference Mm -hmm. that I was talking about earlier, is that Alabama has a one-man show in Will Anderson, who leads the FBS in sacks with 15 on the season, and he has a second man behind him, Federian Mathis. He put a world of hurt on T.J. uh, Finley last week. So it's going to be that matchup also, and how does Stenson Bennett – handle that situation. We haven't seen it. We haven't. The offense for Georgia hasn't been tested to where they're playing from behind or they're having some quarterback pressure issues that they haven't been. We haven't been. We haven't seen it. So that's going to be my one concern. But I think that this team for Georgia is just more of a complete team and it's the red zone defense. That's what it comes down to. I don't imagine that Bryce Young is going to be able to sling it 50 yards. (laughs) He would have to chunk these little chunk plays, dink and dunk downfield, get into the red zone, and then that's where Georgia's defense shines.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
0: Pam, looking at the college board, are there any other game side total that you like and have your eye on?
2: Oregon versus Utah on Friday. This game is really interesting to me because the game is still lined at 59 and a half. Did anybody watch the first matchup? It was it was the same line at 59 and a half in the first one that we just saw two, three weeks ago. This game is on a neutral field, so potentially that's what's keeping this lined the same. Um, but I like the under in this game. Uh, Utah rolled at home 38 to 7. This is now a neutral field. I think this is going to be more competitive. But you still have two top 12 teams who are uh, – you have two top 12 rushing yard teams, and both are still top 35 against the run in that first matchup. It was a bit of a slower pace. Not, not uh, no, Neither side was kind of controlling the ball. It was the Utah defense that did it all. But the Ducks rushed for only 63 yards and 2.7 yards per carry in that matchup. I, this is another under game for me, and I'm surprised that there was no line movement yet on this game now. And I'm surprised that this opened at the same line that it was just a few weeks ago. Um, the Ducks season average is 260 rushing yards. I think they're, they can definitely have more success in this game now that it's on a neutral field. If you have two run teams, how do you expect against two yeah. defenses who are great against the run, where are these points going to be coming from? Um, I like the under on this game. That's probably my best bet of the week. I haven't announced it, but it's probably going to be the one that I love right now
1: the most.
0: I'm writing it down. I always tail your bets, Pam.
2: half <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's at.
1: <laughs> I like that one. Pam, the um, the Big Ten title game. Michigan, 10.5 point favorite over Iowa. Do you worry about any sort of letdown here by Michigan after the Ohio State win? I mean, that's the biggest win in the Jim Harbaugh era. They win the game against their biggest rivals. They're on the cusp here of the of the playoff. Do you worry at all that they kind of overlook Iowa when this is a game? Or do you, or you think Michigan is just, you know, 10 and a half, 11, 12 points better?
2: And Michigan rushed the field last week. That's always a concern. Mm-hmm. A team that rushes the field the week prior, how do they show up for the following match? This is different. This is a potential playoff spot. This is a potentially national title spot. Like, you are there. This is the moment. This is Jim Harbaugh's. This is Harbaugh's most complete team that he has had and I cannot remember how long. You have Aiden Hutchinson, one of the best pass rushers in the country. You have two running backs in Blake Corum and Hassan Hoskins. They are both studs. More importantly, you have an absolutely impenetrable offensive line. And we saw that how much that came into effect against Ohio State, who also has a top-10 pass rush. Nothing could happen. Nothing, could, nothing on that defense could be produced because this offensive line is so solid. And you have a capable quarterback in Cade McNamara. Only three interceptions on this season. If you have two teams in Iowa and Michigan who are both both of their strengths is in that defense. You have to turn to the offense, and I like Michigan here. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate anybody if they did a Michigan plus a Georgia Moneyline parlay.
1: Ooh. There you That's go, Aaron. That, that, that sounds like it's right up Aaron's alley, a parlay for, for Saturday.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: Uh, Pam, we have championship Saturday, and I have no idea who the Heisman Trophy winner is. Like the odds tell us that it should be Bryce Young, but he's probably going to lose. And we think he's not going to cover the spread. And C.J. Stroud, probably not in the playoff. He's the second favorite. And then you have Aiden Hutchinson. He was so dominant this past Saturday. He's off the board, and now he's the third favorite, 16-1, to 20-1 at some spots, 15 quarterback pressures against Ohio State. Who's winning the Heisman?
2: Um, I don't. Do we do we know? It's a, it's a, like like we just talked about. There's a thousand voters in the committee. We don't know who's gonna who they're gonna lean to, which player. It could it be Bryce Young? Here's how I see what's happening with Bryce Young. Yes, is a favorite, and I actually think that potentially minus 200 is actually offering up some value. And here's the reason really? why. Because if yeah, if he struggled, um, if he has just even an average game, if he wins Georgia, automatically. that 200 is going to go 300, 400. If he hasn't even an average game against Georgia, maybe one interception, one, two touchdowns, he's going to win it. He would absolutely have to fall on his face, 10 sacks, three interceptions, zero passing touchdowns in order for him to not be considered. Could that happen? 100%. Is that likely to happen? I'm going to go with no, just because we haven't really seen that Auburn was probably the worst performance that we've seen from him as of yet, and he still did pretty good. Um, CJ Stroud, he, the only path that I see for him to win is if that fall on your face scenario happens for Bryce Young. Now, you did say Aiden Hutchinson, and I absolutely – I was with you. I was right there thinking that, you know, he could definitely be that player. It's just an offensive – it's an offensive award. It goes to typically quarterbacks. If you had somebody in Chase Young who couldn't win it, you had Ndaka Sue who couldn't win it, what makes you think that Aiden Hutchinson, who doesn't even lead the FBS in sacks, why would he Mm. be able to become a contender now? When you have Will Anderson for Alabama, who does lead the FBS, his statistical lines are far more um, exciting (laughs) and impressive than that of Hutchinson. But because he's on the same team as Bryce Young, by default, he's not going to be considered. So I do think that this still ends up with Bryce Young. At worst, it ends up with CJ Stroud. And I'm hoping for that because I do have a CJ Stroud ticket. But you would have to just terrible, terrible, terrible performance from them. Could it happen? I hope I, I think both of you and I hope for it to happen.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting on Aiden Hutch's 20 to run, so I hope you're wrong, but you're probably right. Pam, we always appreciate you joining us. Have a great weekend with college football, and we'll catch up again as we get closer to bowl season. That was Pam Maldon on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care free ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com backslash next. We'll go off the board here on BetQL Daily.